Yeah, so they would talk about how like the television is just, you know, they call it the television because it's telling lies to your vision was one of the things I remember hearing. And I used to think, man, you know, anything to make it sound cool or whatever, but the truth is, it's it's the truth. We've been programmed since we were ye- little, little. <laughs> What up, baby? We back once again. Episode 2 of Rated G. I'm here with my boy, Brian Licata. Host, uh, hello, not host, hello. but producer extraordinaire. And, you know, it's me, Gary G. Garcia. Hope everybody's good. Hope everybody made it through another week. And uh, hope you're feeling hopeful about the things to come. The weather's starting to get nicer. You know, today's a little bit of sun. I had my windows down. It felt good. To get some fresh air, Brian. How are you feeling today, brother? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm I'm enjoying the the, f- the fresh air. I fucking hate the winter time, man. It's just I, like this. It's like three months of depression, and then the sun comes out, and I feel I feel good. I, I saw a meme today that was like, uh, "We've been depressed all year, and then it's sunny, and it feels like we just popped a molly." And that's kind of how I felt when I woke up this morning. Oh, that's a good feeling, man. That that I, I didn't feel that good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, one of the questions on uh, I don't know if we have listeners yet But on my mind is Did you ever book the flight On um, Spirit <laughs> Did you get the flight booked uh, I did get it booked I drove all the way out to the airport And they stopped ticket sales at 4 o'clock And I got there at 4.15 <laughs> So I spent the next 30 minutes Driving back from the airport on the phone with somebody else, probably the most helpful person that Spirit has in the entire network. Yeah, you were able to hear them. They were listening. Yeah, they were they were listening. They were hearing, and um, I got it booked. I'm leaving uh, St. Patty's Day, the seventeenth. Uh oh. And where are you going? Uh, I'm going down to West Palm. So I'm going down to West Palm. Check out Palm Beach. Rented a convertible. That Florida. Yeah, Florida. All right. I'm not good with where places are. Like I know, I don't even know where I've been most of the time. <laughs> I have to look at the flyers to figure out where I've been. <clears throat> I myself have decided not to move. Oh, I spoke okay. About last okay. Week. Yep. It was just uh, the minute I was even dealing with moving again, I just had all this weight on me, and I just I said, "Fuck it, man." The dude was willing to give me a year lease. I took a year lease. I'm an AC people for another year. So you'll still be able to catch me out here every day, uh, unless I'm not here. <laughs> if that makes any sense, man, you know. But um, shit, the first podcast came out. I've gotten a lot of good feedback. I hope this next one's good. I'm a, I'm a little shot, you know, been up all day. Uh, woke up early today, like around nine. Nine is very early for me, you know. I remember I used to, six used to be early for me. What time do you normally wake up? What's your normal wake up time? So when I'm working at the golf course, I'm up at like five, five thirty. <sighs> Last summer I was waking up at, at three thirty every every day. Horrible. You were waking up Horrible, and I wasn't right? even going to sleep. Yeah, I know. I know. I would uh I, I would get on the road and I would see people like coming back from AC when I was when I was leaving. People catching the bus back, the jitney or whatever. That's insane. Every time I wake up early and I go outside, I'm always amazed that there's a world that's going on like before 12 o'clock. I'm always amazed. I'm yeah. like, I look around, I go, damn, I remember I used to be that person out there at six in the morning, five in the morning. That's insane how they make people work like that. 
Like what what are you doing at five in the morning that you can't do at eleven? Yeah, so when I was working on the golf course, we have to get all the maintenance done before the golfers come because you know they they as soon as the sun comes up, at least in the spring and the summertime, there'll be people playing golf from seven to four or five in the afternoon. Seven till four or five in the afternoon. Yeah, you got these old white guys like uh, you know lawyers. It's a good and, way to get away from your wife. You know, pretty sure husbands hate when their wives play golf because they're like, fuck, <laughs> now nah, I got to bring you with me. I can't get away just for a little fucking while. Do you play golf? No, I, absolutely not. I, um, I've tried it. It's harder than it looks. Yeah, it's I, extremely, extremely difficult. I don't know about extremely, but it's definitely it's hard. harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah, it's, hard, it's hard, man. <laughs> I don't know if extremely difficult is, is the word. I mean, but it is definitely harder than it looks, you know. I was I was very surprised, you know. Tennis too. Tennis, you know, I thought it was gonna be a lot, a lot easier for some reason. Maybe because I played handball. So I thought it was gonna be a lot easier. But um yeah, I don't know. Handball's a sport they really don't play outside outside of New York City. Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there, where I grew up there was no handball courts, but when I would go visit family in, in Brooklyn, the courts were all over every park. Where did you grow up? Uh I grew up in Acco, which is in Camden County. It's like a small suburb of Philly. A Philly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, like I said, I don't know places, man. What's that? Uh, geography? Is that what that would be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm horrible at that shit. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know how I knew the word just now. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I don't even know how I knew the word geography. I'm so bad at all that shit. I go to clubs sometimes and I say the wrong place. I don't even know where I'm at. I was in Ohio once and I was doing jokes this in Ohio and they weren't hitting and I couldn't understand why. And then Mike's like... Dude, we're in Ohio. <laughs> you just call them ugly or some shit, you know? It's crazy. I love Ohio. I love my people in Ohio, man. You know, I do. Ohio's always been good to me. Philly. By the way, Philly, let's see how it goes tonight. I'll be in Philly tonight for the first time. You're coming out. Let's see what happens. Hopefully, we sell some tickets. It's been a stressful week, man, but I got through it. You know, lost focus here and there. I was talking about that last week. Once you lose focus, that's when everything starts to blow. But mm -hmm. I'm feeling good. I got a lot off my chest today, you know. And uh, I can't say I don't feel good. I feel good. I'm excited. Let's see what happens tonight. This is me excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, you know. What um, what uh what do you usually do if you if you see yourself losing losing focus? You got some sort of uh, uh you know smoke system. A blunt. Yeah. You know, smoke a blunt. Try to shut up and relax for a second, you know. Um, yesterday, I saw like a six-car pileup on my way back from New York, like unfold. Like not right in front of me. Like I saw it unfolding and I was like, oh, and started slowing down. But like even the cars that were in front of me were swerving right. in front of me. It was crazy. Like I always wondered how a pileup like that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like didn't you see these cars crashing? But uh, it was interesting. I made it through again. I'm telling you, boy, I got an angel that just stares my car a lot. Of, that's like the third time I've almost uh, gotten to like some serious shit. You got a very concerned look on your face. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, you just went out of focus for a little bit. I'm, I'm going to mess with it. You can keep talking. Oh, uh, that's that's probably my uh, demons trying to come out and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would love I would love to blow up so much that they would think I'm a reptilian. That's how you know, that's how you know you made it, right? You know you made it when people are saying, yo, this dude isn't even human. 
He's a reptilian. I want to be reptilian large. I don't want to be pedophilia large. I feel like there's two ways of blowing up nowadays. <laughs> you're either a reptilian or you're touching little kids' peepees and, and, and tetas. You know what I'm saying? It's one or the other. It's almost like you can't, you can't be famous unless you're completely fucking fucked up and drinking fucking baby blood. Or like, you know, your mascara got fucking baby foreskins. That's when you know. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying right Yo, now? Yeah, you don't know about that though? I don't I don't know anything about it. It's actual about the makeup that one of the ingredients is fucking baby foreskins, man. You know, Oprah's a big uh at least that's what they say. You know what I'm saying? Oprah's a big um a big uh pusher of the baby foreskin formulas and the makeup and shit. You know. I was wondering, like, because they say it helps you t- to stay looking young. You're looking it up. You're you're, you're bugging out right now. Yeah, right? I'm not lying. Dog. I thought this was going to be like a uh, cat get be- high in the ear type situation. We no, don't going. see my shit. I check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, not. See, I'm terrible at remembering like what shit's called and the names, <laughs> but I know what I know. You're like, and and you're like, Oprah- what state is West Palm Beach in? Yeah, but yeah, there's foreskin in. Uh- there's foreskins in in. in Ladies make us, man. Ladies, know what you're putting on your face. And they say it's to make them look young, you know. But then my question is, because how many baby foreskins can you possibly get? I mean, I guess there's babies being born, but there's so little, you know. So what happens if they run out of baby foreskins? Will they then go and use old man foreskins? Like, is that like a, like, and they just say it's baby foreskins? Like, will any foreskin do? All right. I'm going to. And if you use an old man's foreskin, would it make you like? Does it add wrinkles? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The baby foreskins make you young. Old man foreskins. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just digging for dirt right here, baby. I'm just trying to. <clears throat> yeah, let me let me let me, let me read yeah, this real dude. quick to enlighten the listeners. It says, uh, yeah. "Baby foreskin being used in beauty products is nothing new. In fact, the active ingredient in an Oprah touted skin cream from Skin Medica." uses foreskin fibroblasts that are used to grow and cultivate new cells. Just one foreskin is said to be able to grow these cells for decades. Oh, wow. So they keep the foreskin alive somehow. Uh, they put it like in one of those Petri dishes and tap it every now and then like pasta. You got to like stir it every now and then like pasta. Put a little you salt know. and olive oil on top. Well, to yeah, you got to, how do they keep that shit fresh, man? Do they refrigerate it? That's some sick shit right there, man. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a, a documentary or something that I've seen that has has really like done a I'm deep investigation you, we really know on that this. If Oprah, see, because once you become a certain amount of like famous, that's when all that shit comes out, man. You know, Tom Hanks being a pet. Everyone, everyone in Hollywood during I found out during this pandemic when we were locked down that everyone in Hollywood is basically a pedophile if you go by <laughs> what they say. And what's messed up is like I look at some of them and I go, yeah, that one. That one I believe. But then they throw the rock in there. I'm like, not the rock. Come on, not the rock. They're talking about the rock uh, running for president in 2024. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, anyone can do it now. You know what I'm saying? That's how crazy, you know, like, <laughs> that's, how, that's how much Obama has opened the door. You know, like, now they're like, fuck it. We let a black man be president. So now anyone can just be president, you know? It's sort of like, um, remember that show, uh, Ninja Warrior? 
Yeah, yep. Mount, yep. Mount whatever, that mountain at the end that you got to get. No one was able to do it for six seasons. Six seasons, no one was able to do it. Then one person made it, and then everybody just started making it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that. Once they open the door to people of color, I don't know when Puerto Ricans are going to get in there. You think it's going to be a Puerto Rican president? I think they got to be a state first before before that can happen. You don't think that's Puerto Rico? I don't know. I don't, I don't know my, my, my people's history so well. I'm sorry, man. You know, I know poquito, poquito of, <laughs> of Puerto Rican culture. Not the culture. Well, even still, yeah, because my culture is like New York culture. Right. It's you know, not really. You know, people from Puerto Rico will probably be like, ah, you know, ah, you know. Like I was raised very Greek. I was brought up in Astoria, so Astoria was mostly Greek. It was very mixed, but mostly Greek. Mm-hmm. So I was raised, like, not raised Greek, but there was, like, a lot of Greek shit in my house. A lot of statues of naked dudes wrestling, right. you know, and horses and chariots and shit. And they make the craziest statues, too, man. They don't leave anything out in the detail. You know, just to walk around your house at six years old, seeing horse, horse dicks in your living room. You got horse dicks in your living room. You got another statue of this dude grabbing this other dude's dick upside down. And, and they call, that's wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. 69, motherfucker. That's like a, <laughs> it's like a hand job 69, man. Like, I know that now. I didn't know that when I was young, you know. But it's crazy, man, how those things affect us as we grow older. They affect us because now, you know, I have this fetish for naked wrestling. Now I'm going to fuck with you, man. <laughs> and horse sticks. I, I don't even want, and horse sticks. I don't know what it is. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, speaking of, do you ever get into wrestling? Have you ever been, like, into wrestling? Wrestling has never really, never really done it for me. Uh, recently, though, I've started to get into, uh, like, MMA and watching well, like, MMA the, the, UFC, the, the UFC. Yeah, of course. That's not wrestling. That's fighting. Yeah, well, I mean, a big component of it is like you know the grappling and the and 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 the ground yeah, game. Yeah, but there's a difference, you know. There's a difference. They're not setting each other up on the top of the cage and then climbing up on the cage. Oh, you're talking you're talking about like 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 wrestling, you know? WWF. Yeah. Nah, fuck that. The, yeah. A lot of kids when I was oh, younger, regular wrestling is crazy with the circle. And they had the fucking yeah. I never, this. yeah, I never understood that. Like, the, the, I mean, I'm not trying to diss none of you wrestlers out there. I know you'll fuck me up, so don't don't, don't take this wrong. I'm just not entertained, you know, when it comes to the, the sport of like that actual wrestling where they both start off on the floor and right. I mean, you know, but sitting there trying to keep it, you know, it just doesn't do it for me, man. Yeah, my dad said uh, at his high school that was like that was the biggest sport. Like, oh, you know, of course. like. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like whenever the matches were, like they didn't turn out for basketball games. They would turn out for the wrestling matches was like the big, the big sport when he was in school. Yeah, but they turn up for basketball. <laughs> no, but but it's like that in a lot of high schools and colleges too. Like they got these sports that are like huge and they're not huge, you know, lacrosse. It's probably because they're good at it really is, is probably why people went. You know, if, there were, if, if there's, you know, some field hockey team at a middle school that's killing it, people are going to show up because they're winning. If the team sucked... There goes the interest with the sport. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You ever you ever play sports? What sports you ever play? Uh, I played baseball terribly. I, I mean, mean, I was I was on the team. A winning team. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I won a championship when I was in little league. Uh, but I stopped playing high school ball after it sucks like tenth grade. Sucky team. Yeah, that's the worst. Especially if you're the shittiest player on the sucky team, which usually was me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was a shitty player for a while. I got a little better as I went up. 
but you know, never really played. Ba- I played basketball like on the street, and I played on a team one year. My shit was baseball. That was my shit, handball. But I never played on a team. Right. You know, I miss those days of going out to play out here, man. You can't. I can't find a basketball court in Atlantic City without a car. Mm. There's no fucking parks. I've never. I've. Yeah, the the only court I know of is the Sovereign Ave. There's that school back there, people people they got schools back there. out here. I don't see fucking <laughs> kids out here. I really don't. I remember when everything was open. I yeah. would see during like around three o'clock. I'd see a glimpse of some kids, yeah. and then that's it. Boom. You don't see kids. Well, I mean, you shouldn't really let your kids wander around in this. In this, they city. don't let them out, dude. Yeah. I don't even see kids out here. Well, there's nothing for them to fucking do. Yeah. What are they gonna do? There's nothing to do. Every time I think I see a kid, it just winds up being some little freaking like Mexican. There's no, and, and sad to say, there's no good looking people out here. You know, in, in AC, Mm-mm-mm. anybody good looking in AC is not from AC. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying this AC, but they're not, yo. The closer they get, the uglier they, they all look like they're either still on something, used to be on something, are probably going to get something. <laughs> like they all look fucked up, man. <laughs> There's just such a, that's why I want to get out because I'm looking in the mirror and I'm starting to see I'm getting like AC eyes, you know? That's what I'm calling them. It's making me look like I'm seeing the hope just kind of dig out underneath my eyes, man. It's like I'm starting to look like every fuck. I wonder if I start, like, I wonder when I walk the streets, do I look like everybody else out here? Because that's horrible, you know? Because AC is just, I'm, and I'm not talking on the boardwalk. And I'm saying like AC is like they're no good looking people. You were saying that last week when you were talking about coming out of your your building. You're just into. I think you put it. I go out into despair. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I told. Oh, perfect that, that, example. That's what it's like. After I left here, I went to go look at a one bedroom in Galloway. Right. Beautiful freaking like. You know, I would have been living like the white people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Coming out this night. I, it, I would have been the one that they said, ooh, you let him into the neighborhood. Like that. Right. I come, I'm looking at it. It was a little too small. It's beautiful. It actually got taken like that right when I left. The other person took it. Um, but as I walked out, a chipmunk ran across my foot. Aww. And I stopped and I said, oh, shit, a chipmunk. Like I bugged out. And then I got home. And I went downstairs and I realized I had no duchess. So I ran to the store. And then I hear from a block, a block and a half away, yo, my man, yo, my man. I turn around, yo, my man, can I borrow a quarter? I don't even know you. Like, I don't even, you calling me from a block and a half away. I don't know you and you want to borrow a quarter. I don't know when you going to pay me back. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Meet you tomorrow? <laughs> Are we going to meet right here tomorrow? And at this time, and you're going to pay me back my quarter? What the fuck is it? I went from seeing a chipmunk to right back. I haven't lived out here without somebody asking me for something every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I, could, I had, I don't know if I told you the story last week. I, um, I was taking my buddy. He had to go to court in AC. And I'm waiting for him to, I think he was just going to pay a fine or something. And I'm sitting there and I got like the window cracked. I think I was smoking a cigarette. This is a, you know, a couple years back. And this lady just sticks her hand in my window with a bag. She's like, $2, $2 at yours, the whole bag. I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of my face right now. One, I don't know what's in the bag. 
Two, even if there is something in the bag, it's probably <laughs> worth less than two dollars, and I don't want it anyway. She probably shit in a bag, dude. <laughs> did, it, did it have like a wet bottom, like greasy food? No, I was didn't. it a brown paper bag or was it like a plastic it, bag? It was a it was a plastic bag. It was a, it was a plastic bag, and I don't even know what it had in it. I mean, it's probably trash. But you for two dollars, you didn't want to see what was in the bag. Uh, no, see, I would have been, I would have been better, you know, because I, I used to have, I, I've had a scumbag past, you know what I mean? I know, you know, I like know, a, a little I, bit about. You it. have rebounded well. I got to yeah. be honest. I Thank you, man. Rebounded well. Look at that face. Yeah, I nice. always forget that that you, uh, you know, that you've went off some deep ends. I always forget that. Yeah. So, but so what? What, what I tried to do is, if I was selling something, the, I think the biggest problem I had is she didn't give me a good enough pitch. You know what I mean? If she'd have been like, "Hey, uh, listen, I got these nice socks." Or, you know, these are some glasses that I stole from the like, bar. Yeah. I'll sell them to you for $2. I probably would have gave her five just because, you know, oh. she was she was on she was on point. But the fact that she really? just jumped into my face and tried to do it. Because, I mean, I've sold people all sorts of shit I stole before. You know, like. Oh. Yeah. Got them toothbrushes. Yeah. Hey, but I got to keep their teeth white. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had a crackhead lady when I went to Dunkin', which is another reason why I don't go to Dunkin' anymore. Just like I turn around and I see her walking up to my car. So now I go to the door and I'm just like looking at her walking toward the car. And I'm wondering, what is this crackety crack chick going to do right now? And sure enough, she opens my door and starts to get in my fucking car, dog. I'm like, yo, no way. So I walk right over to the car just as she opens it. She's about to get in. I go, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, oh, oh, could I get a lift to the bus stop? I said, <laughs> I said, I'm going to give you a lift to the bus stop. I'm going to pull you out that fucking car and I'm going to kick the shit out of you all the way to the bus stop. Get the fuck out of my car. Like, it's so... The, 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 the thing that always bothers me is the audacity that some, some people like that would have. You know but what I mean? It's, you gotta, it's like pre pre zombie apocalypse out here in, in, in yeah. a way. At least, in my, and it's crazy because I live in a pretty decent spot. Like it's right on the edge. You know, most of them I know. I don't know, man. I I, I just um, yeah. There, it's there's a lot of despair, man. And after a while, you get tired of it. But I decided to stay. So obviously, there wasn't enough despair to uh. To make me move. And then I also thought, you know, at the same token, like if I would have went home in Galloway and forgot my Dutchess, I would have to drive 20 minutes to go get Dutchess. So it's a give and take, you know. I get to walk right across the street. There's always like a fucking store open. You lived in the city your entire life, right? Or a, a city? I was in Queens. Enti- entire life? My Never entire lived anywhere life. anywhere else? Nah, Queens, New York. Yeah, I mean, so, I lived a lot of spots in Queens, but always Queens. Yeah. Yeah, this is my first time moving out of New York, and it was AC that I came to. <laughs> yeah, But, I mean, I mean listen, it's not, diff- not that much different than every other hood. If they had house, if they had, like, actual structural things on every block, it would probably, because, like, what always bugged me out about this place is you'll walk down a block. Like, there is no one, it's not like one section that's a bad neighborhood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you could walk and see, like, nice house, nice house, nice house, empty lot, shitty house, shitty house, nice house, shitty house, shitty house, empty lot, empty lot, empty lot, nice houses. It's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no there's no one place where you could be like, that's the bad area or that's the good area. So I'll just, it's like a, a puzzle box that shook it all in there and said, there you go, AC. 
the we, the weirdest part is that area like north of of the ocean casino, like right around that area. You know where like the Irish pub is up up there. They there's just rows of empty land a block from the beach. Yeah, it's like where else in any coastal city that there's vacant beachfront property, especially in New Jersey too. Exactly. It's, it's corruption. I'm I mean, not doing. You know? I'm not doing much to get to to make it sound like it's the place to move to. <laughs> I'm not really doing my part to pick up. Uh, I mean, but at the end of the day, man, it's it's. it's a, I realize I say at the end of the day too much too. I watch the podcast and I'm like, I say that like every five minutes. It's a it's a bad habit. I'm gonna try to change it, people. Either that or just make a shirt that says it. You know, I can hold up a card or flash it on the screen yeah. or something. We should do that one day. We should do one where we hook me up to like electrical. You know, electrodes and shit. And every time I say it, <laughs> press a button. You zap me. If I say that, or if I say you know what I'm saying, we should do we, that. We just can, for the we can fuck get of we can get shot. like a one of those dog collars that you can put around your neck. Nah, I'm not doing the dog collar <laughs> shit. I got throat issues as it is already. I don't need to shock my throat. But I would do the electrodes, like when they try to make you stop smoking. Yeah, I would do that. I would sit here and do a podcast <laughs> where every time I say, every time I say, you know what I'm saying. Or if I say at the end of the day, you would be allowed to shock me. I think that might hurt our friendship, man. I nah, honestly nah, think that would I hurt our friendship. That shit would be pretty funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I just bug out. Like, that shit would be funny, dog. I'm willing to do it for the for the sake. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I did get... Have you ever been hit with a, with a taser? Uh, I haven't been hit with a taser. There was one time where I was in some flea market with my mom. And it was, they had this like electrical thing where you could test light bulbs. And it had like a current running through it, and yeah. I stuck my finger in there, and that that fucked me up. Yeah, getting electrocuted sucks. <laughs> it's not fun. It sucks, man. I was throwing that on my daughter the other day because she kind of got electrocuted. Um, but yeah, it sucks because you just sit there, and it's just the craziest, weirdest. I mean, I'm sure if it's like a, a real killer type thing, it's even worse. But, <laughs> but just enough to be shocked sucks. Um, I got hit with a taser. My boy hit me with a taser because one time we all had a bunch of we all had one. And, you know, of course, you're going to try to see if it works, you yeah. know, and it was the ones that you see it, it was yeah. one of those. And then you you, you hit somebody with it, right? Like and that? And he hit me with it and popped me, dude. Oh, my God. First of all, my right nut hurt for, <laughs> for, I think, a week and a half, two weeks. My right nut was just not the same. In fact, I think that's the reason why my left one hangs so much lower than my right one now. Because I think it just got like when it got shocked, it got terrified. And it's just hiding somewhere up there, man. Because, I mean, there's always one lower than the other. But that one seems to, I've always feel like that one, he don't even come out when the weather's good. Like, he just stays there ever since that day. I don't know if it was a nerve thing. But yeah, I remember my my right nut hurt for like two weeks almost. And man, yo, dude, I wanted to kill this dude. I couldn't believe he shocked me. And he was like, I didn't think it was going to work. I said, why wouldn't it fucking work? You're seeing an electric current right through the fucking thing. You, have, you never watch cops, man? Like it works. The fucking thing works. Yeah, they work. They'll chill you out. That, mace. You ever been maced? I've never, no, I've never been maced before, thank God. Yeah, man. I, I've never been maced, but... um. When I was on the road with SSL, Smoking Suckers with Logic, when we was on the road, we got into like a little riot in, um, in Albany. And uh, 
I only remember that place specifically because of, one, the riot, and also, two, I couldn't believe it was the capital of New York. It looked, and this is 1992, so it was a while ago, but it looked so run down. I was like, how is this the capital of New York? I was bugging out. But uh, we got to a little riot, and uh, during the fight, we were basically fighting the bouncers mm-hmm. and all the bouncers' people because you know they knew everybody from the club. We're, we're the outsiders. Right. And uh, they maced my drummer and my bass player. And uh, who else did they catch? I think those are the ones who got caught directly. But everybody, like just the feel of it, you know, hit everybody. That shit goes in your... Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You swallow and shit. Uh, yeah, once I felt like a little zing, I said, fuck this. I jumped in the van and just drove that shit on the sidewalk. Started <laughs> not really running people over, but like, you know, like the way they use... <laughs> The way they use uh, riot horses. Yeah, to move people. Yeah. yeah, that's what I did. I went up there. Even though I did wind up hitting my bass player, I did hit with him. The, with the van? With the van, yeah. Not hard. I actually... <laughs> it's it's a funny story. Um, I actually... So what happened was, we okay, did a show out in Albany, and they made us go on mad early. Like, I mean, the only people we played for was... The people who work there. And I remember there were these two kids that I asked them if they could open up the side door because they weren't old enough to get into the club uh, to open up the side door and let them listen to the set because we had just got our video. They saw us watching our video. So they were like, you guys are stars. And then they came inside the empty club we did the show for. And the guy was like, you got to go on now or whatever. We were like, yo, it's like, it was like nine o'clock. The place just opened. We were like, yo, why don't we wait till like, you know, we should be going up around 11 o'clock. That's what time you do a show time. He said, no, we did the show. We got paid regardless. Um, but like after the show, my, my, my DJ and his cousin went back to the hotel. Me, my boy Peter George and the role manager, we went to the strip club because they had, um, they had a all you could eat buffet. And it's funny because people laugh about that shit. But when we looked it up, those are actually better buffets than normal buffets because they're they're under more stringent, you know, things. They have to go under more. Like you're talking about like a like health, like yeah, health wise and shit like that. Yeah, you know, so it's actually very clean. But we went there, you know, and we ate, and then my bass player, my drummer, and my guitarist stayed at the club. Now we come, we we ate, we're coming back, and the place is popping. There are people on a line to get in and the insides are already popping, right? So right away, I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And as we're walking up to the club, we see my my drummer and my bass player like getting thrown out. Well, the bass player's getting thrown out. My drummer's like defending them. Like, yo, we played here. What are you bugging out? And uh, <laughs> we walk up and we're like, yo, what's going on? And I see like, the bouncer, my drummer's big, Mr. Watts. He was a big dude. He used to look like a Vander Holyfield, you know, mm-hmm. like a big dude. And um, I see this getting aggressive with him and the, and the bouncer. So I kind of come in like I always do, don't realize I'm little. And I kind of like, yo, guys, chill, chill. And I'm trying to tell the bouncer, yo, we just we just finished doing it. He wouldn't know because he wasn't. nobody was there for the show. Right. But I'm like, we came out to do a show here. We just performed, man, you know. And just as I'm saying that, another bouncer reaches over and, Mace is my bass player. I mean, my drummer. And then they all just jump on top of him. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I just see them snatching up everyone around me. He's getting snatched up. And I was like, listen, I'm little. It doesn't make no sense for me 
to just jump in that and just be another body getting fucked up. Right. So I jumped in the van. We had this 12 passenger van that was parked right there. Behind the van was like, you know, 90, it was like 92. So you remember those Cadillacs with the gold things coming out and the gold rims? It yeah. was all white, all gold trimming. And it was a 12 passenger van. Shit was happening quick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I jump in the van and I pull it back to, you know, to get it onto the sidewalk. Yeah. And I smash the fucking the Cadillac behind me. <laughs> I see the dude minding his business. And this I know he owned it because he was like, he was standing on the side just watching everything. And he said, my fucking car. <laughs> so he came running and I start peeling out and he jumps on the side of the window. And starts trying to pull me out the car. It was like, you know that show Beretta? You ever watch uh -uh. Beretta? Don't no, do no. the crime if you can't do the time. You never saw that shit? No, I never seen it. Well, it was like that. He was holding on and I pull out and he goes rolling. And I look back to see little, to see like I, what the fuck happened. I want to make sure I didn't kill nobody. You know, So right. I see him rolling. And when I turn back around, I see my bass player, Maced. He just like stumbles into the street. Uh. And I, I pop him. Not hard. But enough of him to, you know, get pushed back. Right. And then I realized it was him. So I jump out and I pull him into the van. And then I drive the van up on the sidewalk and everybody's just <laughs> going at it. They're going at it, but I'm kind of like, boom, boom, and I'm catching the person here and there, but not hard, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm looking to see, you know, like to make sure I'm not running over somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next thing you know, I see my guitarist just flat against the whole windshield. So I hit, I hit, you know, I hit the brake, and three bounces are holding him sideways, like like a shield, and they're telling me, "Come on!" So I said, "Fuck it!" <laughs> and I hit all of them, and all three of them went down. And then just as I did that, cops start coming from everywhere, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Because now I realize I got a fucking van on the sidewalk, right? People are this ninety, this shit. I got angels who watch over me, yeah. dog, because if this shit went on today, yeah. So there was really nowhere I can go. I'm not going to try to get into a car chase in a 12-passenger van, yeah. you know? So I just pull it off the sidewalk through the spot that I was in mm -hmm. and, like, kind of make a half a U-turn and just park it. Like, I just pulled it in and parked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything was all right. Mm -hmm. And then I go to get the fuck out of there. And Mike's like, don't leave me. Don't leave me, G. And his eyes is just watering and shit. <laughs> this, is, this is his drummer, right? My my bass player. Oh, okay. Nicest dude out of the band. Like, he was the most peaceful dude out of the whole band. Oh, man. So he's, like, grabbing me, like, don't leave. And I'm like, dude, I got to get the fuck out of here, you know? And I'm kicking on him to get him off. And the minute I stepped out the door, like, I try to walk out like, like everything was okay. I just <laughs> yeah. try to walk out. And I get tackled. And I look, and they got my drummer. You know, and then eventually Mike goes to come out. They got Mike. And we're all like, we're all like not fucked up, but like this dude's pouring water over his head. And it was insanity. The cops came and they knew the bouncers. It was like, hey, what's up, Ray? Yeah. What's going on over here? Oh, when you coming over for dinner, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like, we are fucked. But my road manager at the time was also a lawyer. So, he went and spoke to the cops and shit, and uh, and like somehow they let us go, yo. I don't know how that happened, but they let us go. Do you have any idea what happened to the guy with the Cadillac? Nah, that's a good question.
Yeah, like I said, dude, it was like somehow we got away. Like mm. somehow they would just like go get your shit and get out of here. Yeah, they're not trying to. They're not trying to deal deal with it. There wasn't anything you know big that happened. I but, mean, I did have. A, I mean, I did hit a fucking Cadillac. On, I know there was damage. <sighs> Dude you know in the Cadillac could have had some, some shit people. in the car he wasn't trying to deal with her, though. People you know? fighting. I mean, I guess that's just a regular Friday night in Albany. <laughs> I, know, man. I don't know. I don't know what they're like out there, man. Maybe that was nothing. You know, do they do a lot of meth and shit out there? I would have to say probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never done meth in Albany, but I would, <laughs> I would, have, to say, I would have to say probably. <laughs> i never done meth in Albany. You ever pick your toes in Poughkeepsie? Do you know what that uh, is? You know what that's from? No. Nah. Oh, that's from uh, French Connection. Mm. You never seen that movie? Uh, I have seen that Papa movie Papa Doyle. Yeah. That is a great fucking movie. There's actually an interesting story of how all the drugs from that movie was housed in a precinct in Astoria. I don't remember what precinct it was, to be honest. But it's a book called Papa's Game. And uh, it tells the whole story of how all those drugs were brought into... They were all brought into a story, a precinct, and that's where they kept them. Eventually, there was a fire in that precinct, and they they had to move all the shit that they saved into another precinct. When they went to move the drugs, they went to retest all the drugs and weigh the drugs and you know make sure shit was there. All of the heroin that was seized in that movie was all fake. Now, it was real heroin when it got there. But now it was fake, like years later. I don't know how many years later it was. Hmm. And it winds up that this dude who they call Papa, who lived on 14th Street, and uh, he somehow got connected. You got to read the book. It's amazing. He got connected with, um, with like a cop in there, and they were tapping it. You know, it started with them tapping it, and they would replace it with, but it wound up they tapped so fucking much, it all just became fake. It was all just fake fucking shit. And they put all that shit out in Astoria and Queens and it's crazy. Big up to Joe Bruno, man, for letting me give me that book. That was an amazing book. You read a lot of books. Uh I do and I don't. I uh I'm I'm usually reading one or two books at the same time. And uh, you know, I, I think I go on, on on periods where I'm reading more than I'm not. Yeah, I, I got, get into I got like, two I got two right now that I'm reading. Yeah, I can't do two at once because that's what happens. That's I read so many books that they start blending yeah. into, you know, one story. Mm-hmm. Like now it's like, oh wait, that was from this book. That was from this book, you know. But uh, yeah, I watch a, I watch a lot of documentaries. That's 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 like the big thing. I actually got two recommendations for you after the. After oh, you the got show. some. Well, let's hear it. Yeah, I'll tell you let's now. Um, I don't know if you've seen it before, but the seven five about the precinct in uh, the seventy fifth precinct in in East New York. That the dirty they cops. Were, the dirty cops. Yeah, it starts off with that dude testifying right off the bat on how they. Yeah, I saw that. Of course, I saw okay. that. Okay, and what about Operation Odessa? That? Operation Odessa is a story about this Russian gangster who's like based out of Florida and he hooks up with these two other dudes and they sell the Cali cartel a submarine. Oh, I heard about that. All right, I'm not going to say- I haven't any- seen it. All right, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to say but anything. But I heard it's on Netflix right now. Yeah, it is on Netflix. Right, gonna yeah, you got you to watch that. I'm going to check that out, man. Yes, yeah, all I watch is all that crazy gangster shit, all that fucking- What did I- uh- but you know, it's like the more I watch it, it's it's messed up because the more I watch it, I start to realize you can't. It's fake. It's like it's like real, but it's fake. It's all faked. All of that shit. Even like I was watching Sixty Days In, I got all into the shit, right? And then they show this one scene 
where this kid gets snuffed, right? It's like this one main, I guess, character, but it's all reality. And like the dude runs up on him and snuffs him. But when I watched the, the scene again, I noticed that when they show him meeting, he's looking like this, he's got on glasses. When the kid is creeping up on him, the glasses are gone. Then they show him again, he's got on the glasses, and then the kid hits him, the glasses are gone. Which when it like, you know what I'm saying? That's some real serious editing bullshit right there. Yeah, some continuity error. Someone should have caught that. Yeah, but I'm saying, well, how many takes did they take of him getting <laughs> snuffed in the face? At one point, now he really got snuffed in the face. That's reality. Yeah. But but how many takes did they take to get it right? You know? Mm-hmm. Is it reality? Is it not? I mean, you gotta get off the television, man. I just saw this thing the other day talking about how like how like the television, man. It's funny. I remember growing up hearing uh Five percenters on the corner talking about the television, telling lies to your vision, and this and that. And I used to be like, "What's wrong with those people?" You know. What do you? This, what do you, I got to stop you real quick? What do you mean five percenters? Five percenters in New York. I don't know where where they're exactly not so entwined. I think it might be a religion. Okay, it's a type of religion. I'll, I'll look something up and see if I can find it. Go ahead. You know, you know, it's one of those white men or the devil. Um, you know, which I, I I don't necessarily disagree, um, but but it's one of those things. One of those you know neighborhood. They stand on the corner, you know, black uh, Israelite type. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What does it say? What is? What did you find? Yeah, it's a cultural movement influenced by Islam, founded in 1964 in Harlem. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, okay, I know some yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah, so they would talk about how like the television is just you know. They call it the television because it's telling lies to your vision was one of the things I remember hearing. And I used to think, man, you know, anything to make it sound cool or whatever. But the truth is, it's it's the truth. We've been programmed since we were ye- little, little to like just be told how we think and all that shit. And we received that shit programmed all the time. You know, like Disney is one of the biggest motherfuckers. Like I know right now, from this point on, right now, from this very second, I'm never gonna work with it. Like <laughs> Disney, I will not be the next Ice Cube if this ever comes out. This will destroy. But the truth is, I wouldn't want to, man. Them dudes is filled with like crazy. It's just crazy things that make you. And I'm not talking like the full blown because there's big conspiracies on, on Disney. Big, huge conspiracies like how there's. You know, sexual things just subliminally right. all and, around. Uh, anti-Semitism and stuff like that too. Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you this. I used to have my my daughter, me and my daughter, I used to always show all that shit, Beauty and the Beast, you know, all that shit. You know, and I remember people be like, oh, that's showing bestiality. And I'm like, eh, it's come on. Come on. It's a little make-believe, a little this, a little that. You know, it's it's just fairies and shit. And yeah. you know. But then I bought the hunchback of Notre Dame to watch with my daughter. And never was I more like, the more I watched it, the more infuriated I got. Like, I didn't even want to let her finish watching it. And I remember Max White being like, why, why, you know, what's the big deal? And I'm like, yo, you don't see, like, what they're showing on it. There's a scene in The Hunchback of Notre Dame, right? I think it's somewhere in the beginning where I don't know, I forgot her name. I don't know if it's Ariella or whatever. They're always one of those Ari whatevers. Where she's dancing, Right. She's dancing in the street, singing a song, which, you know, Disney characters do, right? But then at one point, she takes the dude's spear, throws it, it sticks into the floor, and then she starts swinging in a circle 
on the spear as she's singing and dancing, and all the dudes are throwing gold coins at her. Really? Wow, I don't What remember, is that? I don't remember that. That is uh What is that? That's pole dancing, my Am friend. I bugging out or is that stripping? <laughs> it's, that's I'm standing there with my eight year old daughter and I'm saying, wait a minute, is this bitch stripping right now without like <laughs> she didn't take off her clothes, but pole you know dancing. What I'm saying? Pole dancing. Yeah. I, I said, what the fuck is going on right now? Oh, you're making a big thing out of nothing. I I am. She just swung on a pole and they threw coins at her. What the fuck is that? They're not making it rain. Sounds like it. Sounds like it to me. Come on, man. I saw that. I started bugging out. So what, that what, scene with the fucking priest where he's like lusting over her and the flame comes out like her and, and he embraces it. He's taking the whip and whipping himself to like. This is not. I don't think. I don't know if I ever Disney saw the. Disney fucking movie. I don't know if I ever watched The Hunchback. He didn't miss nothing. But like, if you want to <laughs> see some sick ass shit that they're selling to our kids, check out fucking Hunchback and Notre Dame. It's so, some sick shit. So what do you, what do you. I threw it out the next day. I said, we're never watching that one again. You can still watch your Little Mermaid and all that shit. But, you know, and then I hear people dropping those movies and I'm like, oh man. What's fucked up? Because my daughter loves Disney. My daughter loves Disney. And for the sake of her doing, you know, wanting, maybe she might want to work for Disney one day. I don't, I'm not going to say, you know, too much more, but <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, the phones is listening, man. Everybody's listening, yeah. you know, certain thing. I don't think Disney actually rings off as anything to worry about. You want to know what I find so crazy is with all these fucking conspiracies, right? All these like theories, isn't there enough on some shit that like some answers should be you know what I'm saying? Like some of these shit should be addressed, don't you think? Yeah, so uh, I think about this a lot, actually. Um, what bothers me is that there's so much evidence that either the government or, you know, different sorts of industries have wronged us in the past. And then people are like, oh, my God, Joe Biden, he's going he's gonna to be the guy who saves America. Or anybody for that matter, Anyone. whether it was Obama or the people Anyone. with Trump. It's like, didn't, where have you been the last Listen, 60 years? If you don't realize that the left wing and the right wing are both wings on the same bird, then you're bugging out. Yeah, I don't. And, then you're and, bugging out. And I don't understand why people, you know, think, like, like why they have any sort of faith in any sort of institution or government whatsoever. Like, yeah. what, what evidence have you been given that has given you, given you that? And the only thing Such you can really- trust. What's that? What, what makes you trust what makes you trust them? They've proven over and over again that they'll lie to you. They'll, they'll let you die. Yeah, and it's like- They'll it's, kill you. They'll let you die. They'll kill you. Like, like, And it's uh, like the, 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 the Patriot Act, when they, when they put that out after 9-11, right? And basically, it gave them the right- To do whatever. To do whatever they wanted. They can monitor us at any, at any point. Any one of these webcams, this camera, this thing we're recording now, both of our phones- which and, is and, probably listening right now because we already said government <laughs> and we said the word trust and can't trust the government. We really should not have our phones this close to us. <laughs> not that they won't find it. They're going to find it, dude. They, I believe there's little words that just trigger it to listen. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to start saying what all those words are that I think they are, but I'm sure we've mentioned a couple of them already, man. But yeah, it's a scary thing to talk about, to talk about how, how you don't trust the government. And the funny thing is, it's not the American... Like as Americans, isn't that what we, 
you know, at what point are we supposed to just trust the government? We're Americans, man. We're supposed to question all things. You know, but our, that was really the nature of what this country was fucking yeah. founded on. Was our whole distrust for another was about questioning our government and keeping our government in check. That's why, right? That whole. I mean, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking dude that knows a lot about history in that sense. But from what I understand, the, you know, the Constitution is supposed to protect us and keep us with the power to keep our government in check. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, they're supposed to work for us. I mean, last I heard, you know, we elect them. And they're supposed to work with our best interests, but they—it's—it's it's like anything else, you know what I'm saying? It's good in theory, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like in theory, it's good, but once you give people power, they tend to—they tend to, um, you know, they tend to bug out. You know, you look, you look at uh, Che when he was doing the 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 you know revolution shit with um, who was it that he wrote? Was that Castro? Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. Um, when they first started doing that, man, because I read that whole, I read that whole biography. That shit was thicker than the Bible. Um, but when they started doing that, they had very noble, um, you know, intentions. Intentions. Yep. But then they became corrupt. Well, not Che. That's the reason why Che broke out because he didn't like what he saw. He didn't like the fact that they were driving Mercedes. You know, they basically just took over all the shit that the other people were doing and now started doing it themselves. You know, they say in the book that when Shea Guevara's wife was uh, in labor, that she begged him to drive one of the cars that the government had given him and he never drove. And he told her, no, get on the bus like every other person in this country does when they're in labor. They get on the fucking bus and go to the hospital. It's crazy. And he had cars at his disposal that he didn't use. Right. You know, he didn't feel right about it. So in theory, a lot of shit is... Like, you know, you can't say that um, shit like, um, not communism, what's the other one? See my phone when I said that word. Socialism? Socialism. In theory, socialism is actually, in theory, everyone has the same. You know, what you got, I got, no one has more than the other. We are, in theory, but that, that doesn't tend to work out that way, you know what I'm saying? And in and the same thing, even what we got that people claim is so great, democracy is so great. And it's better than all the other options. But just like all the other ones, it's really good in theory. Right. Because, you know, with greed and all that stuff, it's just, you know, there's a, there's a lot of evil entwined in that. You know, we, we don't live in a full democracy as far as I'm concerned. You know. No, it's a... It's a uh our government's actually, it's a constitutional republic. It's not yeah. actually a democracy. We vote for people who then vote and make laws on our behalf. That's really how, how it works. Yeah. So, you know, and you can only vote for two sides. Any other side trying to come in, you're not going to do it. You're yeah. not going to come in. No other side is going to come in, you know, because they already got us thinking that there's, there's two separate sides. You know what I'm saying? Unless they create a third side, no other side's going to come in. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not giving up that power, dog. No matter who wins, the the agenda still moves forward. The bird still flies. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's so busy looking at the wing. The bird's the motherfucker that eats you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The bird's the shit with the beak. <laughs> That's the shit that eats you. Stop looking at the wings and start looking at the bird. Start looking at the agenda. You know? The agenda's the shit that just keeps going forward. Even now with all this shit, man. You know, the way it's going on. Summer's coming. So everything's lightening up, of course. You know how hard it is to control people when it's 85, 90 degrees out and sunny? 
know. especially especially in like cities and shit like that. I mean, that's that's when usually all hell breaks loose. It's hard to control people like that to tell them it's easy to control people in the winter. Stay home. Shit, it's 30 degrees outside, motherfucker. No problem. Yeah. I'll stay home. You know, don't go out. Good. I don't want to go out. It's fucking raining and cold outside. Uh, what do you think? Um, ha- I don't know if we talked about this last time, but w- what do you think is going to happen uh, with this like mass situation? You think it's uh, you think it's just going to. I I asked the question. You, you tell me. I don't want to. No, no. Yeah. Um, it's, they're not going to just say stop wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not just going to be like, you can stop wearing a mask. I just think eventually people are just going to get tired of it in some sense. You know, hopefully people just get tired of it, man. You know, if everybody just said, but it, the problem is you got people that believe in the whole theory of the mask. You have people that believe the mask works, mm-hmm. you know. And that's always going to be the problem. So those people will always wear it. And, and they'll be the vocal ones too. Of course. See, that's my thing. I don't care if you want to wear a mask. I don't care if you wore a mask. There were Asian people walking around wearing masks before any of this shit ever hit. Yeah, it's like a it's like a cultural thing out yeah. there. They, they they wear masks when they're when they're not feeling well, just to not you know try to get anybody sick. That's a it's a cultural thing. Yeah, I mean that's fine, and I don't mind if people want to wear the mask. But what the fuck is with these mask fucking Nazis? You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking mad. I'm walking in the street and they're looking at me, uh, you know, a fucking crooked eye, man. You know, like, what the fuck you care? We're outside, dog. You know? And they'll come over to say something. I'm like, well, if you have a problem with it, why didn't you just stay over there and keep fucking walking? Right. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? I got stalker virus that you walk that way and my heart is going to turn around and chase you down? Shut the fuck up. This is kind of like uh, what we were talking about last week with people, you know, not listening. Is people don't people don't think anymore. They don't think. Like I, I had a I had a friend of mine. We went out to dinner, and uh, you know, I was asking him to come out to the comedy club with me sometime. You know, just to like get him out of the house or whatever. And he's like, "Well, you know, I don't really want to, uh, you know, be around like all those people." I'm like, I'm like, yo, we're in a we're in a restaurant right now. He's like, "Yeah, yeah," but they got these. They had like these plastic, like there was like boots all up next to yeah, each other, yeah, like in a diner, yeah. and they had these plastic dividers. Yeah. Like you, you know, it's an airborne thing, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's air, it's airborne. It's in, it's in, it's it's in the air. Like this plastic divider isn't like none of it's doing anything. It's all it's well, all. I got optics. a question. Once you take an outdoor area and put plastic all around it, doesn't it then become indoor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think right? I think I think walls and a roof are the definition of what's I, uh, what's indoor. You make a tent. Yeah. You go in that tent. Aren't you indoors? Yeah, you're not outside anymore, yeah. You're no longer outside, right? Like, I don't get that whole shit. They turn indoors, they turn outdoors into indoors and say you're still outdoors. And that's the problem that I have with everything, man, is that it's just like there's so much shit that just don't make sense. And people just blindly want to follow whatever they want to follow. Go ahead, follow them. Just leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? You want to believe all that dumb shit? Believe all the dumb shit. I don't give a fuck. But every this person, look, man. What do you want me to tell you? And I hate when people go, oh, you don't believe what's going on. Then what's going on? I don't know. I wasn't there when the whole plotting took place. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, I don't need to physically be able to tell you where shit is if we walk into a room and I smell shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we both walk into a room and I smell shit, even though I don't know where it is, I definitely know someone's shit in this room. You know what I'm saying? Now, I might not see it. It's not my job to find it. I'm just telling you, I smell shit, dog. You don't smell that shit? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. 
And just because you don't say, no, I smell shit too, but I don't see it. So that must be you. No, motherfucker, that's you. <laughs> you don't smell that. People don't see like, even the way it's all been. And, and it's so funny how like I loved like today I was watching these things about the Democrats and Republicans. And one is, you know, destroying the Democrats about how they did this and did that. And the Republican rebuts. So, yeah, but look, look at this. But they're all, you're all garbage. I said it. You're all garbage, man. I got to be careful, man, you know, because <laughs> I, I might die, like, you know, from natural causes and fucking, <laughs> fucking, they'll kill you anyway when that, and it's all, yo, the dude who's supposed to testify for, for, uh, for HC, I don't like to say her name out because my phone will really start recording, who seems to have a body record. Like, they got like so many people that have, so many friends that have died. Mysterious deaths during very convenient times for them. And nobody feels like there's some explaining that just needs to be done. I'm not saying that that shit is true. I'm not saying that the the seas went and I know my phone's gonna start listening, but fuck it, it's out there. I'm not trying to say the Clintons went and killed all these fucking people, right? I'm not saying that. But I'm saying there's enough questions that at some point, shouldn't somebody be able to explain that? Are you telling me you're just lucky? You're just lucky that anytime one of your friends decided to like do something that wasn't loyal, mysteriously died of natural causes? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I kind of related to, it's like what the mafia got in trouble for. You know what I mean? They were doing all, they, they like you look, you know, you, you take the institution behind what they're doing and you look at all the actions that are the same between, you know, the government and the police and the mob and they're, they're, they're running the same things. Like all, all, all the mafia did was they took a tax on stuff for their personal gain, which is what we do all the time. You want to do business somewhere, you got to set up your, you got to set up your LLC, you got to pay your taxes. And the, you know, the mob was just trying to get a piece of that. Fucking taxes. They're the biggest mob in the world, dude. I don't even want, like, I'm going deep, man. They're going to kill yeah, me. They're going to fucking, I'm going to want, I don't want to get, listen, I'm, right, I'm right there with you. I'd rather get killed than get audited. Um, so I don't know how deep I want to go in on that one about the eyes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But taxes is some bullshit. Like, they just hit me up. Like, I owe tax, right? Oh, shit, it's due today. My payment is due today. Uh, I got to, I plan to pay the whole thing off anyway. Um, but I owed them, I got it down to 600, right? And I was debating whether or not, you know, because I happened to find 600 in, you know, the creases of my couch, right? Right. So, so I found 600 in the creases of my couch and I said, oh, this is money found. I should probably just get rid of that tax bill. You know, I owe them 600, fuck paying 100 a month. Right. Still yeah, a bill, yeah, yeah. you know. So I was just about to pay them and I get another letter saying that from 2018, I didn't give them enough and I owed them $66. So now I owe these dudes $666. That's a weird number to owe somebody, my friend. Fucking devils, dude. <laughs> They're devils. And my thing is, I don't remember them ever showing up to do a set for me ever. <laughs> like, I don't remember them ever. Like, last week when I did that show with Zach with the fucking stupid-ass waitress, I, I would have loved for the IRS to show up and do that set. Do that set, dog. Do that set. I don't want to do this fucking show. Do, do it for me. Then you're entitled to something that I make. 
it's the most craziest thing that people say, oh, no, there's nothing like taxes make sense. They don't make sense. How does that make sense? Yeah, see, you know, it it, it makes sense on it. And when I say taxes, I'm talking income taxes. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because, like, <laughs> we pay income taxes, and then everything you pay with the money they let you keep is taxed. Everything. I know, man, dude. I run my own. I run, you know, I run my own business. Every every dollar that I make, I get seventy cents, and thirty percent of that has to go to the government for them allowing me to operate my business in their country. Yes, and then you take that seventy cents, and you go to Wawa, and you buy something for seventy cents on the sticker, and it's going to come out to seventy eight cents. Yeah, six point. I think what what is it? Six point. Two five or six point six two five percent something, but I don't know. No, but I'm yeah, just I think saying, it's like, like six point six two five. Everything you purchase, everything you do, there's taxes. So we're already paying taxes. You know what I'm saying? And what are we gonna do with our money? What are we gonna do? Hoard it? Sleep on it? Make cabinets and shit in our house out of it? No, we're gonna spend it. Mm-hmm. So when we spend it, that's where you get your taxes, motherfucker. That makes sense to me. You know, because yeah, you need taxes to keep the government running and this and that. Yeah, and I, I understand but, like uh, like property taxes too. Like you want to you want to live in a nice town, you want to live in a safe town, you want to live in a town that's got a police department doing laps around it. But you want to live you don't in, a, want. in a town that has police department. I want to live in a town where there's no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I, I don't, don't want a police a police department in my town. Yeah, man. but I'm I'm saying if, that's if, if that's I'm what you want, island. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the town is the police department. <laughs> but none of them come driving around looking for shit. Yeah. Friends with them all, they they don't fuck with you. You chilling, but I don't want to be too close to police departments. I want to be where uh, you know I can go out and just stand in my backyard naked, and there's no one around to fuck with me. You know, freedom, climb a tree, grow a coconut, pull down a coconut tree. I'm just saying, like, I think it's totally ridiculous how people, like, they say, you got to pay your tax, got to pay your tax. And you got to. You got to pay those taxes because they will fucking get you. Al Capone, dog. You think about the first, like, one of the first original gangsters. How did they bring him down? How did they bring him down? They didn't get him for murder. They didn't get him for extortion. They got him on tax evasion. You know what I'm saying on taxes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I pay. I pay all my fucking taxes, man. You got to. I pay every cent of taxes, and, and that's not a challenge to look. I, like I don't like. To be talking about, <laughs> I don't want to get audited because I don't keep. I don't keep receipts and shit like that. But whatever you see going in there, that's what I got. You know. Fortunately, we don't make a lot of money. I don't make a lot of money, so they ain't gonna fuck with me, man. Hopefully, this will get buried. Deep and I mean, am I ever gonna stop talking shit? Probably not. I hope not. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not. Because the truth is, man, it's it, it, it's it's the more uh, the more people start to listen, the more I'm gonna start to just go deeper <laughs> into things I gotta say, and it's never gonna be popular. You know, I prefer I prefer they take me out quick, man. I hope they don't do it. Like, I don't want to die of natural causes. See, that's the thing. You'll find me like in a gym. Dying of natural causes from a from a you know a bar on my neck because I didn't have a spotter, you know, and yet all my people would be like, "G never went to the gym. That brother didn't go to the gym. He used to work out in his house. He didn't go to the gym." And they'll be like, "Nah, it was that's a normal thing." 
They don't care if it doesn't fit. Like they don't care. They don't care how stupid it looks. They don't. They will throw some dumb shit right into your face. If you look at all the major conspiracies, like the major ones that for some reason people still believe to be true, like Kennedy, you know, one shooter. The fact that people still believe there was one shooter is an amazing thing to me. You know, and even the, even the, even the fact that like. I don't even want to get into it. Go, no, but I'm you. just saying in general, the you. fact that people still believe that there was just one shooter, even though there's so many things that say, obviously, more than one shooter, you know, and yet they believe it. You go to September 11th and you, and you, you know, you try to argue how some shit don't connect and people are like, no, 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 it's exactly what we were told. That's what happened. Yeah, I mean, even, even though all the evidence says, listen, that's not how it happened. Some, yeah, you know, shit, people die, but that's not. What they're telling us, they don't even try to make it believable. That's how little respect they got for the average mind. For the average mind that most people would say sheep, but I would just say the average mind. Mm -hmm. They have such little respect for them that they don't even try to give you a good story. I mean, even look at the, you know, the, the coronavirus thing. First, they said it came from this wet market, right? And I saw an article the other day, which I, I knew, like, at least believed to be the cause is there's this, there's this laboratory that does testing on, vi like, like crazy viruses in the city that it came from. And they're like, no, 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 it definitely didn't come there. Like, will you know that for sure that it didn't come from there? That's just what you're saying. And then even like uh, in the beginning, they were like, no, no, you don't need to wear a mask. When they knew that we should have worn masks, but they didn't want us to go out and get them because they, they wanted them for the people who needed them. And they, they proved they've lied over the past, you know, the past year. And people are still like, whatever he says is true. Dr. Fauci, the God. Look, and any doctor who went against them, no matter how many lives they've saved, no matter how many operations or books they've written in studies, if they went against them, they're nuts. They're, they're, they're lying to you. You know what I'm saying? Like people were making arguments on both sides of the spectrum. It's up to you to choose, you know, that's what used to be America. You choose to believe whichever one you want to believe, but don't push that on me. I didn't give a fuck about the coronavirus till it started affecting me in the sense of just living my life. Mm -hmm. I didn't give a fuck. My attitude was if I get it, I get it. I looked at the percentages. I got good percentages of living right there. Look at the percentage. That's another thing like that killed me too. Just the fear mongering right. of people. But look at the percentages of people that are actually, so it's got a 98 point something, something, something. You're probably going to live. I saw, an I saw an article yesterday that said, um, it was from a reputable source. I don't know. Some newspaper or something like that. And, well, said 78% of people who were hospitalized with the coronavirus were either overweight or obese. So see, that's the problem too with the internet, dude. Because when you can't control information, the next best way to combat information is by putting out more information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you, put, you, you bury put out, it. You bury you it. put out so much information that nobody knows, you know, that nobody knows what's true anymore. You know, there's certain things like when I look, you know, because I, I, I dive down that rabbit hole a lot especially when we were locked down, there were certain ones that were easy to just go, okay, let's see. You know, there was a, 
<clears throat> the Q, right? Wasn't that what it was called? The Q? Where they were saying how Trump was going to arrest everybody and, and they were going to hang, you know, uh, you know, they, everyone's going to get arrested for all this pedophile shit. And they gave a date. See, I love when they do shit like that because then you watch and they go, okay, let's, let's see what happens on that date. And the date came and went, you know, and the whole prediction of the way it was going to go, Biden was supposed to win, you know, and then you look and go, okay, that one is, they were wrong on that one. And not to say completely wrong either, because I still think some of them dudes are out there fucking touching little baby babies. I do. I think it goes on, man. Hollywood, dog. Hollywood has always been shit since back in the day. You got to watch, if you like documentaries, watch Girl 23. That's an amazing documentary about how grimy, you know, fucking um, Hollywood is. And this is from like the 20s this took place. Some some chick that you know you know back in the twenties when he had all those movies with all the girls that they dive in the water like yeah, 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 yeah. one after each other. <laughs> you know that shit all those chicks and like all those big you know th- those girls were all like underage dude eighteen and younger mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying seventeen and younger they were all young girls and uh, in that in that uh, documentary they talk about how you know they would have these parties and make these girls go to the parties and this girl girl twenty three was one to speak out about it. And they, you know, they ruined her. You know what I'm saying? They ruined her. She wound up going into like hiding for years and they found her and did this whole documentary. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check. What, what was it called? Girl 23. Girl 23. All right, I'll have to, I'll have to watch that. It's an, it's a, it's a fucked up story, man. Yeah, man. But I love all that documentary shit, man. I love, uh, I love the ones on us. I like the serial killer shit. Not gonna lie. There's a really good book that I gotta see if I have it for you. My my dad might. It's called The Devil in the White City. It's about uh uh serial killer. Was that White Devil in the City? <laughs> <laughs> devil in the White City. Uh, it's about the nineteen was it like eighteen ninety six or nineteen hundred World Fair in Chicago. It was like the first time they had electricity, and um. Like at at the World's Fair, that's why they call it in, in the White City. But um, this dude, who was a con artist, came into town and he built this like murder building where he was because all these like girls and and people from all over you know the U.S. were coming to Chicago to try to get work, to try to find a permanent place to stay, to try to find a husband. I mean, this is you know nineteen hundred you know United States. Yeah, easy to get away with murder back then, man. And he, dude, he had this like gas chamber inside his like in his uh in this like building he built. He pretended he was a pharmacist and hooked up with the pharmacist's daughter, and then killed the then killed the dad, took the business over, and then had the building. I'm not gonna say any more, but I'll I'll see if I can track it down for you. What is the name of that? It's called Devil in the White City. I'm going to have to check that out for sure, man. I like those. My dad's, like, got, my dad's like got a copy cult, of it. The cult leaders. Those are great to watch. I'm always amazed how people... I'm always amazed how people join cults. Did you ever see a Bad Religion nah, on Netflix? No, nah, I haven't seen that one. Oh, my God. It is... It is so enjoyable, dude. <laughs> how... I don't know, maybe it's me, maybe it's the Puerto Rican in me, but watching a bunch of intelligent white people follow some crazy, idiotic, 
You know, because most of the time, let's keep it real, white people are mostly in cults. Every now and then you get them, you get a couple of Spanish and black. And every now and then, if the cult's really flashy enough, you know, <laughs> if there's enough free sex involved. Good but me- this good dude, music. in bad religion, is this dude, Misha. That's his name, Michel. They used to call him Misha. Not Misha, Michel. Misha is actually uh, Mike Murkovich's character. Um, <laughs> Michel, that was his name, Michel. This dude... He had like mad followers. He walked around in speedos, black speedos, mm-hmm. and uh, and Ray Ban glasses, and a Rolex. That's all he did. Well, and, and he had like this blonde hair, like Ken doll blonde hair, mm-hmm. and he was just so flamboyant, right? Completely flamboyant. Everybody's hitting me up like they don't know we working right now, man. Completely flamboyant, right? So he got this cult, and, and and basically what he has them doing, they create this village, and what he has them doing is putting on like big, huge productions, like musicals. Right, okay. Right? That's what he's got them doing. When he's not preaching to them some crazy shit, you know, he's making these big productions, and people are singing and dancing, you know? And it came out afterwards that he started telling the dudes they couldn't sleep, you know, with the women, you know, like they couldn't have sex. Red flag number one. Was, it's, yeah, which that always winds up happening, man. You know, like it winds up, that's when you know it's a cult. When the brother goes, I'm the only one that can fuck your women. But he wasn't fucking the women. It turns out he was fucking the dudes. And everybody was like, what? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in shock that the dude who walked around with Ray-Ban glasses, Speedos, <laughs> and a Rolex was fucking dudes and not the girls. He was putting on fucking musicals. What did you think he was doing? Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Like they were surprised that he was fucking the dudes. Why are you surprised? I'm surprised you didn't notice that. I knew that shit. From the, like three minutes into the fucking thing, I was like, oh, he stopped him for he's fucking the dudes. That's what he's doing. And they, all the women were so upset. And it was like, yo, if he wasn't fucking y'all, what did you think he was doing? Really not having. It's insane. And what's crazy is people like left after that. And then all of a sudden, I guess he wasn't good enough. A couple of dudes stayed. Um, but he has like a whole bunch of new followers, even with. This is now? Even with yeah, even with this documentary being out, he still has like it's not as many. He has like now he has like when they did the documentary, he had like forty. You know what I'm saying? That's still forty fucking idiots, man. Hmm. You just found it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. You're quick here. with those fingers, dog. Yeah, you that. I should have took typing. But you're quick with it. Yeah, the dude is, he's probably still got his shit going on, man. I mean, I saw this movie. You know how bad I am with time, man. I'll say the other day, but it was probably like a year or two ago. It was on Netflix. You can still catch it on Netflix, actually. It's an hysterical one to watch, you know. You ever saw the one with the dude with the bears? That in the end, he gets eaten by the bears? Uh-uh. That's a funny one too. I, I did see a uh, Wild Wild Country, which was about the Indian the Indian cult that got built up out in Oregon. Oh, I watched that one. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Weird. 
That's another one. And the dude... They started uh, poisoning people with like E. coli, like the local like restaurant and buffets and shit like that. Yeah, they're crazy, dog. They took out... Well, you know what? See, but with them, they... um, I feel like they kind of like... They kind of got into war with these people. Like, in other words, these people kind of got into war with them. They kind of want to set up and do their old free love. And like the town kind of came against them and kind of provoked them. It was a thing of the town was trying to be dicks, but you can never be more of a dick than a cult. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a cult is always going to be dickier than your biggest dick that's not in a cult. You know, because I can just think of shit and tell my people to do it and they'll do it. It's insane. Yeah. And they were, that 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 cult that was out there in Oregon. That dude is still around though. Uh, so is the chick. The chick's like in in his like uh, consigliere. I don't I don't know what they called it in the thing, but like his uh, right hand right hand man was this woman, and she's like in in Switzerland or something. Right yeah, but now. she did her time though. Um, she did time in jail. I I'm thought correct, she, right? no. I think she was. I think she's she's been on or the run. She, or yeah, did she just fly to yeah, Switzerland? I think she's she's been, like, yeah, she's gangster. Yeah, I liked her. She was gangster. She didn't take no shit, man. Yeah, you didn't see Bad Religion. Check out Bad Religion, man. That chick was, that was the, she was gangster. She didn't give a fuck. That was definitely a good, I saw that when I was actually in, uh, I was on the road with fucking, um, what's his name? Uh, shit, I'm so terrible remembering names, man. Either way, I, I don't even remember where I was. Memphis, I think. I don't know. I was, I was stuck in a fucking uh, cabin. And I remember thinking, if I fucking get eaten by a bear, this will fucking suck because I, I've been talking about how I'm not going to get eaten by any bears for like the last two years. And then this dude brings me on the road and puts me in a position where I could actually get eaten by a fucking bear. Uh, yeah, you were right. For me yeah, you were right. She served, she had a 20 year sentence and got out in 39 months on good behavior. There you go. That's fucking nuts. There That's like go. no time at all. No, she's not months? even white. So that's very amazing. Dude, she's not even white, dude. Yeah. That's very amazing that she got out that quick, to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. is some shit. They gave her 20 years. She got out in 13 months. 39. 39 months? Yeah, but still, that's like- uh, Oh, 39 months. It's like four still, and a half years. Yeah, that's still some time put in. No. That's less than four years. It's like yeah. three- My math ain't all that good. 12 and three is 36. So it's three, it's three years and three months is what that is. You probably could have typed that on the calculator. What take quick. It's taking me longer. <laughs> yeah, but I love that shit, man. That one was really good, man. That one was really good. I love that shit. I love all that, all that. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm so so into it because I. It's like there's no middle for me. You know, I'm either like watching shit about serial killers and like, you know, forensic files or whatever, or it's like family guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way, man. It's I, like I, the most dumbest, non-having-to-think type shit or like the crazy shit with like killing or whatever. Like First 48, dude, I can't. That's the best. That's one of the best shows on television. You want to talk about a true reality TV see, that's show? The that's the thing, it. dude. Once again, I'm... I'm seeing the little like things of nah, they did that in like three or four takes. Like I'm uh, seeing, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. You but, know, but, like it's, it's nothing is real. Nothing is real that we see on that television. This podcast dog. is one take. 
Yeah, that that is true. This podcast, this is real. What you hear, like if I fuck up and say something stupid, and it it, it potentially could ruin my career, it will. You know, what I'm saying? it will go to air. Because you can't even ruin a career that's not even a career, man. So fuck it, man. You know, fucking cowabunga, bitch. That's the best thing about. But that's the best thing about being semi. I'm not even semi-famous, but like, but being able to play on a constant basis, where like. You know, if you jack yourself up enough, you feel like you're a little bit famous. Um, not really famous, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like I don't got to worry about shit. What well, you know? Not like they can take my career. I don't. I don't really got a career. Right. You know what? If I if I insult somebody, what are they gonna do? Go on Reddit and say Gary G Garcia insulting me, and everybody's gonna be like, who? <laughs> who the fuck cares? You know who? Oh, man. I'm getting blown up from everybody. We got a show to get to, actually, man. Hey, we're going to get to Philly. Uh, we're heading out to uh, Helium. Uh, it's my first time headlining on like a, like a major comedy club, man. So that's dope. And it's my first time doing a show uh, in Philly. I'm a little juicy, man. I noticed that last time, man. I got to keep tissues and shit for my spit buildup. Um, I'm excited. Let's see what happens. We're going to go out there. Uh, when, I, when we hook up next week, we'll let you know how the show went. Unless you're there, then you'll know how it went. Uh, till then, man, you got anything you want to add? No, I got nothing. Well, till then, man, if anybody want to come check me out, you can follow me on Gary G. Garcia. You can come see me at AC Jokes in Atlantic City. Um, and, uh, you know, check us all out, dude. Uh, New York's opening up again. I'm excited. Hopefully, we get some news going over there. Hopefully, people start making money again. That would be nice. But until uh, next week, people, God willing, I will be back. And uh, if you guys are down to come back, I don't know how I feel about this show. I think we started off slow, but got a little interesting. I think it got interesting, too. Yeah. yeah. We kind of yeah. went, uh, we took a hard turn somewhere somewhere there at about. A lot of things went on in. before we got here, people. I, I, I'll stay more on point. I lost a bunch of stuff that I actually wanted to talk about. And, not confused. I'll stay more on point. I'll make sure my shit's a little tighter as we grow. Anyone who listened to the first one, I appreciate you. And if you stuck around this long for the second one, I appreciate you even more. I'm Gabby G. Garcia with producer extraordinaire Brian Licata, man. And this has been another episode of Rated G. God bless people.